Hey guys, good morning. Happy Monday. We are back. Your real estate girls in action. This is Leah and Christy. Uh, welcome to Real Talk Real Estate. This is prepping your home. For listing. For listing. Yes. Yeah. Let's so, do it. So Christy, how's your weekend? It was good. It was busy. I was busy this weekend. I had a lot of I had kids in town, so I saw. Yeah, so that was kind of nice, and so that creates a lot of entertaining. It does. Yeah, so it was good. And exhaustion. Yes, yeah. Because <laughs> adult children are exhausting. Yes, agreed. How about you? It was good. Um, it's interesting because I keep finding ways to get plugged in where I live, and I think that's like important for everyone, especially our listeners. If you have not like looked online to see like what's around, you know, and you mentioned something mm-hmm. this morning, but um, if you've not looked what's around my town? Like, what can I do? Like this weekend I went to Christmas tree lighting for the city of Hiram, which is, um, very near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. And then there was a Christmas parade on Saturday for the city of Dallas. Um, and then we had a Christmas party for work yesterday. So there's just so much going on, especially this time of year. So it was fun. It was a good weekend. Nice. And you went to the Christmas Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday. Saturday in Kennesaw, they had a Christmas tree lighting. Lots of really neat vendors and food, and it was fun. It's fun because you get mm-hmm. to see, like, who owns a local business around, yes. and that's always yeah. fun. I, I, I'm a mom-and-pop shop believer, especially in this, you know, like, when you're buying gifts for holidays and yeah. stuff. So. It was all lit up, and they had somebody singing, and Santa Claus was there. And it was fun. <laughs> we had a good time. There was a Santa Claus on a tractor <laughs> at the Hiram one, and my nephew was, like, in awe. He's on a tractor. He's on a tractor. <laughs> so stinking cute. It was awesome. So we want to deep dive into prepping your home for listing. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of talk through this. I think this is a very common question. Like, where do I start? Right. Right. Like, where do I begin? So we'll just kind of walk you through. Um, one of the number one things to do is make sure the house is clean. Yes. And not cluttered. Yeah. Because your stuff isn't necessary people like to go in and just look at your house and think their stuff so I always tell people to put kind of their personal stuff away Mm -hmm. you know not everything I mean you live there so but you know I think there's a fine line between when you're living in a home creating a clean like neutral environment Mm -hmm. and then the fine line of be it being two staged right you know like where it doesn't look like somebody mm-hmm. lives there and it's going to appeal to different people of right course, i mean an course. empty house sometimes appeals better to some people and then a furnished house appeals better to others and the reason for it is because some people can envision their stuff and some right. people cannot, cannot. <laughs> but a clean environment is huge it is it is when yeah. somebody i feel like the first impression it perception is reality so I feel like the first impression is always one of those things where if I walk in or if a client walks into a dirty house, it's like, oh, there's your first mm-hmm. negative mark, mm-hmm. right? And then you keep going. So I think creating that clean, um, neutral environment is very important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So going along with that ne- neutral colors yeah, is another thing. What do you think about that in this market? Well... I honestly, it well, it depends on the buyer. Mm-hmm. It does. But, you know, I've had, I think they, they start out with the idea sometimes that, you know, they're going to get exactly what they want. Mm-hmm. And then when you start to look and realize what's out there, mm-hmm. I don't know if, if, you know, paint and walls and stuff is necessarily something you need to do. Right. Because then they realize, you know, it's just 
coat of paint. Right. And that can change that whole room. And you could change it to gray and somebody may not like gray. Right. You know, so, or the color or the shade of gray that you like. So I think, I think that in my opinion, neutral color palettes, I think that's going to be more of a consultation with us just kind of talking through, okay, well, do I need to change any of these things? Because the realism for me of a of a neutral color pal- palette is like massive big pieces of art, right? Like I walked into a house one time where there was a huge poster and it had all these colors on it. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I saw was that poster. And so I always tell people when you walk into a room, pan the room. And if you see something that immediately catches your eye, remove it. Because the ultimate mm-hmm. goal of that's walking a, through a space a mm-hmm. is just to ensure that you can visualize something else because you have to remember these people aren't looking at your furniture right they're looking at the space and whether or not their furniture will fit and mm-hmm. if you've got something that's just like catching their eye consistently it's just not you know it, it, they're not going to be able to visualize themselves in yeah. the house yeah i think mostly you know with i think the declutter and the clean mm-hmm. house really has more of an impression than you know even Paint colors. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have, I've had a lot of clients and then they'll go in and they'll say, you know, if it's a house that's, you know, not clean or then they, they ask questions like, well, what else haven't they taken care of? Right. No, you're right. You know, and so. Not a very well maintained house right. or whatever. Yeah. Right. So, um, so put yourself in the buyer's mindset. That's a very interesting one. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes along with what we've been saying. Mm-hmm. Like you have to visualize if I was buying this house your house what things would i see mm-hmm. and i think it's important to understand that as a seller you're you were also once a buyer or will also be a buyer again yes so take yourself out of the seller's shoes and put yourself in the buyer's shoes and walk through the houses if you're buying it what things would you want changed what things would you ask for and what do you want to highlight yes you know cuz sometimes yes. it's the kitchen that sold you or it's the you know beautiful fireplace or whatever and so so there's a cool thing that you can do when you're listing a house it's called a welcome home letter and I've seen it in a couple of homes Mm -hmm. and I've had a couple of my sellers do it and they really work so it's like a binder that we put out on the table and it basically has all the disclosures at the end (laughs) right but it has stuff about the neighborhood the neighborhood profile but at the very beginning it has this welcome home letter and it's basically in this market, it's a little, little. You know, you you have buyers love letters. This is a seller's love letter. Yes, they're so, so sweet. They're so mm-hmm. sweet. Mm-hmm. So it's a way for a seller to say, "This is why we fell in love with this house. These are the types of memories that we created in this home, and we want somebody to love our house just like this." Mm-hmm. And some people don't have emotional connections to their house, so this may not be an option. But that is always a great way to prep your house. So mm-hmm. if you're trying to highlight specific things like the kitchen, Christy yes. mentioned, or maybe there's an awesome basement feature and you're like, this is what we did. And this yes. is how we, or the backyard or mm-hmm. the community, you know, it's always something awesome to be able to highlight. And that's a great way to do it. Yeah. I've seen those. They're so sweet. They are. I, I love them. Um, minimizing. This is a big one. Like decluttering. Mm-hmm. Yes. But minimizing. So furniture can be overwhelming. It can. It can, especially if it's a small space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and pictures and things like that. And some people just like more th- stuff. Yeah, you're right. You know, some people just, you know, have 
a million family photos, you know, all over the place. But it's me. I'm that person. Yeah, but I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I get it. I mean, I, you know, you go in and you have to respect the people that live there and mm-hmm. and what they have. But yes, that kind of goes along with decluttering. I yeah, think. I think so too. Mm-hmm. And you know, people ask, do I depersonalize? Like, get rid of all of my family photos? Mm-hmm. I don't think you have to. I think mm-hmm. you get rid of what you're not comfortable with, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to remember that the public is walking through your house. They're seeing your home. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they're kind of like, they're envisioning themselves in your house, but they're also seeing these pictures. So you yes. have to be, you have to leave out what's comfortable for you. Yes. If it's not comfortable, you put it away. But mm-hmm. if it's comfortable, I don't think there's a reason to take it down unless it's an, unless it's something you want to keep private. Right. 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 And I honestly think people would not display stuff that they wanted to keep private in their home in general. Probably but, so. But if, if it's a picture that you're like, you know what, I really don't want people seeing this, mm-hmm. you just take it down. It's very easy. I did have a client that didn't want pictures of her kids. Oh, I get that. Because she's a real private person. And yeah. so she, you know, she just took down all the pictures and packed them because, you know, they're moving anyway. Yep. So yep. that worked out. It was, you know, she left the pictures of like... Her wedding and things like yeah. that, but not with I think the kids. that's I think that's smart. Mm-hmm. I think you know protect yourself where you need to. Absolutely, I think it's all about what you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, so emphasized curb appeal. That's a big one too. Huge, huge. Again, perception is reality. Yes, clean it up. Clean it up before before. If I pull up and your grass is to my knees, yes. Yes. probably it's probably it's probably going to be a little different. You yes. know, I'm probably going to feel some type of way before I walk in the house. Absolutely, and it doesn't hurt to throw a couple of potted plants on the yes. porch with color. Add some color. Yeah, yes. some color. Yeah. And if your house needs to be pressure washed, pressure wash mm-hmm. it. I think it's interesting because this market has made people go, well, I can just list my house as is mm-hmm. and call it a day. But the reality of it is, is if you're going to be on the flip side and you're going to be buying a home too, you probably want to put the work into it to make your home sell for top dollar mm-hmm. because you're going to want that on the other side too. And provide a great product. Sure, sure. Know, just in itself. But we can help you with, you know, if you need phone numbers and contacts. Well, we and, yeah, yeah, we, we have all people. kinds of people that can help with that kind of stuff. So. so ensuring the home is photogenic, I think that's where we come in mm-hmm. because realistically – I will, in, you know, and I, I don't know about through. you, but we'll walk through both of these, you mm-hmm. know, all of these houses mm-hmm. and we'll make sure like, hey, what needs to move? You know, if it's to be honest, you use your house, right? So if there's stuff all over the counter, that's fine. I can minimalize that for you mm-hmm. when I walk through for photos. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to understand that we don't want you to act like you don't live there. Right, right. <laughs> no, you live there. But we, we want to make sure it's photogenic and it doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be just like the pictures for every showing. Clean, yes. yes. Decluttered, yes. And lots of light. Lots That's of light thing. and smell. Smell's a big one. I've had a lot of folks say that too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm telling you, I've had people walk in and they're like, can we just put that in the contract? Whatever that smell is, I love it. You yeah. know, I'm like, yeah. it's a plug-in. We'll yeah. ask. Yeah. You know? <laughs> smell is a big one. I mean, I, I think people... I, I think the way to this is going to sound so stupid, but I think the way to somebody's heart sometimes is through their nose. Mm-hmm. It's your senses. Yes. You see it, you feel it, you smell it. Yeah. You really have to walk through and, and you know, think about, oh, my bed will look good here. This room's too big for, you know, this kid and or this room would work for this child. Or, you know, yeah. you really have to 
It is emotional. And how on earth do you do that if it smells horrible? Mm-mm. That's you the first thing you, you do. You can't stay. Because even before you walk in, you can smell you that You can sometimes. smell it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important. A neutral scent, like mm-hmm. a lavender. Mm-hmm. Or just a clean Just clean. Smell. Laundry. Mm-hmm. Lemon. Fresh yes. lemon. All of those are really important. Mm-hmm. Don't do the crazy, like... <laughs> A crazy sense, like the Hawaiian breeze, and the, it right. just doesn't appeal to everyone. Or cinnamon. Right? Had somebody walk in where really potent sneezing and sneezing. Oh and yeah! I'm like I am so sorry. We'll just step back outside. Yeah. So I think it's important when you're picking out a scent to pick out something that's more of like an essential oil, like a eucalyptus mm-hmm. or a lavender mm-hmm. or a lemon or an orange, mm-hmm. something very clean and fresh, but not too overwhelming. Yes, agreed. So, um, addressing obvious repairs. This one is such a sticking point for a lot of people. Yes. And in this market, again, I feel like people are just selling just Mm -hmm. because they don't want to do some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. But then you get a buyer in there and they make a really strong offer. Okay. And your really strong offer is exactly what the seller wants which is awesome maybe more than what the seller wants but then in due diligence there's all these repairs right and they're minimal like fix a faucet mm-hmm. fix a leak mm-hmm. address a leak is huge a leak is yeah <laughs> but fix a leak that's underneath the sink right, right? something that could have been addressed a long time ago yes. and, and granted some of these may not be found until inspection to be completely honest of course, right you can't see everything right so um a rotting soffit that's so easy. Mm-hmm. But and it's so minimal to a seller's pocket, but so important to a buyer. Yes. Yes, cuz they don't want to do they don't want to walk into a house and have to do all these No, repairs. and once they start seeing, "Oh, things are rotting." Well, what else is rotting? It's, right. it, it 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 leads to this downward spiral. So yes. if you can go through and just fix some of the most minimal items, you really will prepare yourself for a good sale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I have a client. We listed their home. We listed their home and we've been under contract. This is our third under contract and it's not their fault, but this is our third time being under contract. And I told her, I said, um, before we listed, I said, you need to repair some items. And she did. Mm-hmm. So this last contract that we're under, the buyer did not do an inspection does not want to do an inspection is in love with the house nice. because everything is looks great looks great smells great mm-hmm. the house is in great condition she's taken good care of it and she addressed everything that we talked about minimal things right there's a piece of rotten wood in one of the cabinets i had her rip that out and replace it just simple things that you can make do to make difference. a huge impact on your mm-hmm. sale mm-hmm. so add little touches that matter i think those are you know I think those are things like if there's like dull paint somewhere or scuffs and scrape. I mean, those are like little things that you can do really just to freshen the house up and make a big difference. Or a magic eraser. Magic eraser. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But one of the things too that I do when I list is I lay out a presentation mm-hmm. um, for those showings. You know, mm-hmm. oftentimes it's some sort of candy folders with the all that kind of stuff makes a big difference it does you know and yeah that's us but it does make a big difference to people because they're like wow there's information you know i can take with me and that information is a great way for people to open and say okay 
where when was the roof replaced mm-hmm. okay great the roof was replaced here okay mm-hmm. great as they're walking through the home the seller's disclosure becomes a guide for them mm-hmm. right and just so everybody knows the seller's disclosure is a disclosure that shows what's been done in the house since your ownership yes so since you started and it's Major it's actually components. a great way to highlight updates and remodels mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's a page on there where you can highlight everything that you've done so if you're really into making your house perfect mm-hmm. you can highlight everything that you've done or added and i think that's big i walked through a house not too long ago where the i'm assuming it was the agent i don't know cuz you know nobody was there but what they did was they had the disclosures that we had in mm-hmm. hand but they made these little signs. Okay. And so they changed out all the outlets in the house to a different type of outlet mm-hmm. that was something that they wanted to highlight. So when you walked in, there was a little sign oh, that I've said, seen those. you know what I mean? And yeah. then like upgraded bowl. Yeah. Bowl. And then yeah. like on the kitchen counter, they had upgraded the granite to, you know, from formica to granite. So they had this little thing that was taped that said you know just replace this or whatever it's really a cute idea it is cute i love that Mm -hmm. and i think that's a great way if you don't want to do that welcome home letter that's another great way for you to highlight specific things throughout Mm -hmm. the house it's a cute way to do it okay so um prep yourself and your family um yeah i think that's a big one too like you know if you've got a busy schedule or if you're if there are things that are going to impede on your schedule we need to know that as Mm -hmm. agents because Mm -hmm. we need to be able to plan your showings for you a great tool that we have though is enabling the family to actually approve their own showings yes which is so nice Mm -hmm. and then we can see the calendar they can see the calendar Mm -hmm. uh you can add all your own appointments i think that's very very important to understand that that's a feature that's available because then you're not bombarded with us saying hey Mr. and Mrs. Seller, right. can we show your house now? Oh, 20 minutes later, hey, can we show your house now? Yeah. How about now? You're in control of it. <laughs> right. The other way, I mean, I feel like that works the best with my clients is I tell them, like, take a long weekend yes. and go somewhere yes. so we can just show your house all weekend. Because honestly, in this market, it doesn't take but, you know. Yeah. If it's priced ways. accurately mm-hmm. and, and, and ready for sale. And mm-hmm. that's something that we'll talk about next week is, like, you know, how to figure out price yes that's a big one yes and then we'll talk in two-part segment next week about how to get um how we market what the listing cycle looks like because i think that's important for people to understand the long weekend and what that is happening and i'll be able to kind of give you a a very good explanation of that because I have two listings that go live Wednesday. And so I'll be able to walk you through those processes or them through those processes and kind of go Ooh, through We need that. to talk about our Super Sunday open house. Yes. Yes. That's important. So this is a, this is really cute. So it says, when in doubt, rely on your real estate agent. Yes, please. <laughs> we can help. Um, they are the expert and they'll have a good pulse on what local buyers are looking for and how to get your home up to speed in the current market. So one of the other one of the things too that we didn't talk about is when you prep your house. Um, I've said this to my clients as well. If there are things in your house that you don't want people, such as medication, mm-hmm. or you keep money in a certain place, mm-hmm. or weapons, or yes. you know jewelry that means a whole lot to you and things like that, yep. remove it. Yep, I find agree. a place for it to go that isn't readily available because people will go through your cabinets. They will. They'll open them. Open they your open, drawers. They yeah. open everything. Yep. So, you know, not necessarily in your dresser, but you still don't want that stuff available to people. Yep. So. I would agree. 
Yeah, I think that's an important thing. Lock up things that are important. Important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guns, jewelry, mm-hmm. medication, money. all the money. Yeah. Oh, I've seen money lay out on counters before. I'm like, ah, you're too trustworthy. Stop. <laughs> Stop doing that. Put it in a safe or take <laughs> it with you or whatever. So, so let's talk about. Um, let's talk a little bit about home inspections prior to. Mm-hmm pre-home inspection yeah like a pre-home inspection because I think that's you know we talked a little bit about making necessary repairs and again you may not notice things are happening until you have a home inspection so one of the coolest things and you don't have to do it it's not a requirement but it's a good idea yes it helps you know what needs to be done yep so what we're talking about is hiring an inspector prior to the sale getting an inspection done us reviewing that together and walking through what we feel like is our necessary repairs. Mm-hmm. So on a home inspection, there's typically major defects, minor defects, and safety hazards. Mm-hmm. And typically the things that you're going to want to take care of are the major defects and the safety hazards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Minor can be cosmetic stuff, so really we wouldn't want to. We wouldn't need to address those things. Right. Unless you just absolutely wanted to. <clears throat> So a couple of um, a couple of highlights to upgrading your curb appeal too, and we'll kind of go go through this real quick. Are you know you might want to do things like repaint your front door, mm-hmm. replace your welcome mat, because sometimes they just get nasty. Yes, Christy mentioned plant some flowers. Mm-hmm. It always helps. Hanging plants, something that adds color to the front that draws people's attention. Um, installing a kick plate or a new doorknob. So that's not really necessary, but doorknobs do add curb appeal. So if you've got like a rusty, dingy, mm-hmm. dingy doorknob, I mean, replace it maybe with a smart lock. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the new technology that we are partnering with as a brokerage, which is kind of cool, is a, is a company that we actually can install a smart lock and enable homes to be virtual, like toured virtually independent of an agent Mm -hmm. meaning that a consumer could come to the door enter in a code enter all of their information and get in no problem Mm -hmm. and so we would actually replace your doorknob with a with a smart lock and that may be something that you want to prep your listing for Mm -hmm. especially if it's vacant I wouldn't recommend that if it's not a vacant home but if it's a vacant home I don't see why you wouldn't want to do Mm -hmm. something like that it's more traction that's actually a gift to the buyer so it makes your home more marketable things like that Mm -hmm. So, upgrading your garage door. I don't think that's necessary unless you've got like a beaten up, yeah, a beaten yeah. up garage door. And same with your mailbox. Yep. You know, if it's damaged, you know, it's falling over, or just the post needs to be painted. Yep. That might be nice, but otherwise, I don't know about. Now, adding address numbers to your house or your curb. If you don't have an address number on your house, please add it to yes. your house, yes. to your mailbox, wherever you can put it so that it's people helpful. can find you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, GPS will dump you in the right spot. But if you don't have an address number, how do you expect people to find mm-hmm. your house? That can go on your mailbox. Yeah, it can. <laughs> it can go on your mailbox. It could go as a pretty little sign on your front door. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can go anywhere, mm-hmm. anywhere that you want it to go. The other thing, too, <clears throat> I'm backing up because I'm just thinking, you know, in these listing appointments... Make sure you have several keys. Oh, so yeah. You, you know, you're going to give a key to your agent. That would be us. And we're going to put it in a lockbox. Yep. We, you want to make sure you have extra keys because if, you know, something happened to the key God in the lockbox, yep. you know, breaks off or they yep. drop it and lose it or something, yep. we need extra keys to that house. So just make sure you have, you know, three or four keys would probably be fine. I agree. But it's always helpful. I agree. 
Well, I hope you guys have found this helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we just want to be able to give you as much information about these things as possible. And obviously we're here to answer any questions that you have, but um, we are going to be talking about numbers next time. So that'll be a fun one. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk a little bit about numbers and marketing. Um, And so don't forget to tune in next week on December 13th on Monday. Some great marketing. We do. We've got some great marketing ideas. We'll talk through just listing like what the timeline looks like because that can be a question that people have. Mm -hmm. And then obviously, what's my house worth? Absolutely. Is it my Zestimate? Absolutely not. (laughs) So I think that'll be a fun one for us to talk through. And Christy, you know, the reason that Christy and I partner so well together is we have such great ideas, I think. And when we collaborate, our personalities are so different. So it, it actually works. works really well. It works great. Yeah. It's like um, oil and vinegar. We yeah. just go well together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Well, this has been Real Talk Real Estate. This is our um, prepping your home edition. And so we'll see you next week. Yeah. This is Leah and Christy with Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate Metro Brokers. You can reach us at 404 Eight four three twenty five hundred. Have a great See week. Ya.